When it comes to self-development, no matter the method you use, the vital point is to practice. If you want to learn methods to transform your life and actively grow into the potential you know is inside of you, then you're in the right place. Welcome to The Vital Point. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. I'm a psychedelic integration and transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, and an enthusiast of personal growth. You have the capacity to evolve and bring your intentions and dreams into the world, and there's never been more access to so many incredible modalities that can help you on your journey. This podcast will help you learn about new methods to bring into your life, give you practices to follow, and share stories from practitioners who are doing the work so that you can feel inspired to go and practice, because that's the vital point. So welcome to this first solo cast since moving off of Instagram Live and onto YouTube. So grateful that you're here. And if you're enjoying the show, I would appreciate it if you could subscribe to the channel, uh, leave a review if you're listening, leave a comment if you're watching. Uh, it really helps to get the word out. And you know, if you're enjoying it, share it with a friend. So today I wanted to talk about one of the most important practices that I teach to my clients, and that's mindfulness meditation. To me, mindfulness meditation is the king of transformational practice. It is such a foundation that so many other things can build off of. There's so many benefits in it, you know, from building skills like consistency, which has its own uh, benefits in terms of reparenting, in terms of discipline, in terms of, you know, starting to trust yourself. It also has benefits like uh, building concentration, building clarity, building equanimity, which are things that will help in all the areas of your life. And especially if you are doing work with uh, psychedelics, doing other types of transformational work, you know, if you're doing shadow work, uh, inner child work, you know, having the awareness and the concentration, clarity, and equanimity that comes from a regular mindfulness meditation practice is just invaluable. So I wanted to talk a little bit about how I found meditation, talk a little bit more about those benefits, and then also share a practice that you can follow along with. And this topic has been really fresh in my mind because I'm currently uh, working on a, a workshop, a free workshop that I'm going to be offering coming up here. I hope you can join me for it. The first one is going to be October 1st, 2022. So there should be a link to sign up for this free workshop um, on the show page. And if you are listening and you can't access the show page, you can go to lu.ma backslash blue magic alchemy to uh, register for it. Free workshop. There's actually going to be three different workshops. Um, I'm doing a series, but this first one, it felt really uh, right to talk about mindfulness meditation. And the actual title of the workshop is Creating Clarity, How to Use Mindfulness Meditation in Your Inner Work. So clarity is one of these skills that you build through um, practicing mindfulness meditation. 
And what is clarity? Clarity is being able to, to see. It's, it's things being clear. It's the opposite of um, being unclear or being stuck. And one of the reasons that I wanted to start with mindfulness meditation and with clarity is not only has mindfulness meditation been so integral in my own practice for almost 20 years now, clarity or the lack thereof is something that I hear a lot from my clients or when I get on the phone with somebody and we're doing a discovery call, it's like, I hear things like, well, I don't know how to start. They know that there's a change that they want to make, but there's not clarity around how to begin or even better yet, they know what to do. You know, this, I, I hear things like, I know what I need to do. I'm just not sure how to do it because we live in this time where there's no lack of information. In fact, information is very easy to come by. And so if information is easy to come by, if, if we know, if you know the answer, why aren't you applying it? And one of the reasons for that is a lack of clarity, you know, just not being sure of how to begin and a lack of consistency, which is something that you can build by practicing mindfulness meditation as well. So yeah, it felt good to start with this topic because mindfulness meditation has given me so much clarity. I first started practicing mindfulness meditation when I discovered Buddhism and there's a much longer story about how I did that. Maybe I'll talk about that in another episode, but it really came out of this book, Awakening the Buddha Within by Lama Surya Das. And in this book, it said, don't just believe things because somebody says it to you, even if that somebody is the Buddha. Go and discover it for yourself. Go and test these methods out and discover your own truth, discover your own Dharma. And that really appealed to me. And the first way that I started to experience that was through mindfulness meditation. And this is almost 20 years ago. I was not very happy. I didn't have a lot of clarity, a lot of grief and pain that I was holding on to from a relationship that had ended. I was not sober. I had gotten sober once before, but hadn't done a whole lot of actual work other than not, <laughs> you know, getting high or drunk. And so there was a lot of unprocessed emotion, um, a lot of things that I was carrying around. And I definitely wasn't happy. And I was trying to figure out what to do about that. You know, I was DJing. I wasn't happy with with that. I, I loved the actual performance and, and playing music, but I didn't like who I had to sort of be to be in that environment, that my behavior. I didn't feel like it was authentic. I had all this emotional baggage that I was carrying around that I had no idea how to deal with or process. I w definitely wasn't happy in the job that I was in, which was insurance. So as I started to practice mindfulness meditation, I started to see some of these things that I wasn't happy with. 
you know, one of the things that happens when you start to meditate, uh, there's this great quote by a meditation teacher named Bonte G. And the quote is, your mind is a shrieking, gibbering madhouse on wheels, barreling pell-mell down the hill, utterly out of control and hopeless. No problem. You're not any crazier than you were yesterday. It's always been this way and you just never noticed. You know, this is something that uh, people experience when they start to practice mindfulness meditation is like just how effing crazy their mind is. And it's not that they're crazy and it's not any different than it was yesterday. You're just noticing how busy the mind is. You're just noticing how this monkey uh, of a mind just goes from place to place, from tree to tree, from thought to thought, and how impossible it is to concentrate, or at least it seems that way the first time that you sit down. And, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that in this book, one of the things that it said about starting mindfulness meditation is that if it's really challenging, just count your, th- uh, your breath. And so literally that's what I was doing in the beginning was just counting my breath. And we'll get into the actual uh, practice, uh, which I'd love to share with you. I'd love for you to start practicing if you've never done it before. And I'd love for you to join the workshop where I'll go more in depth into that practice. So yeah, I started to get this clarity um, about what I wanted to do. And I think the clarity comes from, as you practice mindfulness meditation, the mind starts to settle just a little bit and it might not settle too much in the beginning, but even noticing, even having that awareness of just that little change of settling is huge if you've never experienced that before. And what do I mean by settling? Well, there's this analogy within meditation of your, your mind being like water from the river. And if you scoop water from the river, initially the water is very murky. Uh, It's impossible to separate the dirt, the sand, the debris, anything that's in the water from the water itself. But if you put that water, if you scoop it out of the river, like in a jar, and then you put that jar down and you let it settle, the water separates from the dirt, from the sand, from anything that's in the water. You know, another analogy that I like is like a snow globe. You know, your mind is like that snow globe and it's like shaken up and you can't separate the glitter and whatever's in the snow globe from what it's in. But if you leave it alone, all that stuff settles and the snow globe becomes clear. So as you practice mindfulness meditation, even just a, a short little bit, you, your mind starts to settle you start to see these things that are there and maybe it's okay to like let them go by. You don't have to react to them in the same way. And the more that you practice, it's actually one of the things that happens is there starts to be this pause between noticing thought and actually acting on it. Whereas without meditation, there's no, there's no pause. There's no awareness you're, you know, something happens and you immediately react to it. You're able to respond rather than react. And it is like a superpower if you've never um, 
you know, if you've never experienced it. And the more that you practice, the, the more that that skill develops. So you're building that muscle of, of clarity. And I'm going to go much more in depth in the workshop, but I just wanted to give you, you know, kind of a brief overview and why this is important for my coaching clients, for people that are doing work with psychedelics, with inner child work, with shadow work, with any type of integration is that having this clarity allows us to have discernment between the things that we choose to pay attention to and the things that we choose to let go by. And when we practice mindfulness meditation, we just put our attention on the breath and we watch the breath. And as we do this, we are bombarded by thoughts, by emotions, by sensations, by feelings. And every time you have a thought, you just notice it, and then you bring your attention back to your breath. And at first, you're not going to really notice that. What's going to happen is uh, <laughs> you start by placing your attention on the breath, and then all of a sudden you kind of find yourself, oh, wait, now I'm lost in this thought that probably wasn't the first thought that you had. It probably was something like, oh, gee, you know, here's this first thought. And then, you know, like it could be something like, um, gosh, this is hard. Why did I do this? I really would prefer to be watching that show. And, oh, you know, the last episode of the show was so amazing. You know, I really like that character. You know, I wonder if, if Bob uh, watches the show. And, you know, you, you're going along in this sort of thought process like that. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, I'm thinking. And then when you're meditating, as soon as you have that awareness, oh, I'm thinking, you practice concentration, you bring your attention back to the breath. And you just do this over and over and over. So you're building the skill of concentration by placing your attention on your breath. You're building that clarity by having the recognition. Oh, I got lost in thought again. Or... Well, I've been listening to the traffic outside for a while instead of paying attention to my breath or whatever it is. It's a million things. The, the number of things that you can think about that you can sort of get distracted by is, is endless. And there's going to be some days that are easier than others. But you continue to practice by bringing your attention back to the breath. So you build that clarity. And when you're doing that, no matter what is happening, you know, you're having this amazing thought, something you're just having this super, super pleasant fantasy about something that you would love to happen. You know, your crush talking to you or winning the lottery or that amazing meal that you're going to cook for dinner later. You notice that thought, you bring your attention back or you're catastrophizing something. You're thinking about that, that bitch at work that you don't like or something, you know, uncomfortable. And then you notice the thought and you bring your attention back to the breath. So regardless of what it is, you're always bringing your attention back when you notice. This is building the skill of equanimity. And when you have consistency with this practice, when you're doing it 
repeatedly and it doesn't have to be a long time, I recommend 20 minutes a day. But one of the things that we're going to go into in the workshop is like how to actually start the practice. And I think that's something for another podcast, but you know what to do if it's too hard to do 20 minutes a day. We're going to get into that in the workshop. But when you practice consistently, you start to build discipline and you start to build trust in yourself and you start to have more and more experiences of that clarity. And then that experience starts to spill out. I remember like the first time that I noticed that the experience that I had in meditation of being aware of my thought without getting attached to it or following it down this trail of thoughts and thoughts and thoughts and thoughts. The first time that that happened when I wasn't meditating was a revelation. You know, there's, there's, there's this distinct experience that I have of noticing that something is a thought and that it's no more important or less important than any other thought that I've had and that I don't have to pay attention to it. Those moments are revelations. Those moments energize me and keep me meditating for almost 20 years now. The first time that I noticed that I was having a thought or I had that pause between the thoughts when I was able to respond and just have awareness of it off of the meditation cushion when it happened, the first time that it happened outside of the meditation experience was such a revelation and it really helped me commit to the practice because it wasn't just what was happening when I was meditating, when I was watching my breath. I started to see over time how it was spilling out into the rest of my life. And that to me was the evidence that was sort of promised in the book of don't believe it, because you read it, go and experience it. And when you experience it, you will keep practicing. And that's what it was to me. It was like, oh, wow, this is, there's something different here. I'm changed. I'm changing. And it, it energized me to continue my practice and literally has changed my life, literally has led me into different chapters of my life which again, I think is a podcast for another day. Got so many podcast ideas just talking about this one, uh, this one subject. So yeah, that clarity comes out of practicing. Real change, real transformation, real growth, regardless of the method that you're, that you're following, the real change is in the details. You know, you don't have these giant, things that all of a sudden, you know, like, it's not like a Hollywood movie where, you know, you have this light bulb go over your head and then everything changes. No, it's, it's, there's this saying, this business saying that it's in the eaches, you know, it's, it's in the detail. It's in breath by breath, action by action. I mean, the whole point of the show, the reason that it's called the vital point is that regardless of the modality, you have to practice. So it's building that consistency that is where the change 
happens. So what I'd like to do now just to finish uh, this episode and, and have some value that you can c- come back to uh, again and again as you need it is to offer a brief meditation practice that you can follow along with. And so I invite you to find a comfortable place to sit down. If you are driving, please don't close your eyes, but you can still do this practice. In fact, it can be more beneficial to practice mindfulness meditation by not closing your eyes, but it's definitely easier when you begin to practice with eyes closed. So begin by finding a comfortable place to sit down. And if it's safe and feels comfortable, close the eyes. And just take a nice deep breath in and kind of allow your spine to straighten. And then as you breathe out, just allow some relaxation. So allow the body to settle a little bit. Allow your eyes to close. Your hands can be on your knees or in your lap. Allow your spine to be straight but not rigid. Shoulders back and wide. And just bring your attention to your breath. Be curious about where you feel your breath in your body. For me, I feel it. I feel it in the space right below my nostrils. I can feel cool air entering every time I breathe in. And warm air coming out every time I breathe out. And so fix your attention on your breath. And it's completely normal, it's completely natural that your attention will not stay on the breath. Your attention will move to a thought, to a feeling, to a sound, to a sensation. And just recognizing that that's perfectly normal, perfectly natural. And when you notice that your attention is no longer on the breath, just bring it back gently, without judgment, without criticism. It can help you to label. You can, in your head, you can say thought or I am thinking, and then bring your attention back to your breath or sound. 
bring your attention back to the breath. So the practice is just bringing your attention back to the breath. Just breathing in and breathing out. If you become distracted, just note and bring your attention back. It's building compassion for yourself by doing this gently without judgment. Continuing to rest all your attention on where you connect to the breath. The breath is your connection to the present moment. Whenever you become separated from the present moment, become separated from your breath, either by thoughts, fantasies, daydreams about the future, or memories, ruminations, remembrances from the past. Just noticing and bringing your breath back into the present. Bringing your attention back into the present. Allowing yourself to be here now.
And now I invite you to slowly open your eyes. Just noticing how practicing, even for that brief period of time, has shifted your state of being. If you came to the practice with something on your mind, how it shifted. And if this is your first time practicing meditation, congratulations. Welcome to the practice. So I hope you come back to this if you uh, need it. And again, I'd recommend 20 minutes a day, but it's okay to start with a minute and build on it. And we'll talk about that during the workshop about how to build that practice a little bit at a time so that it becomes a habit rather than something that you start and stop where you don't have consistency or that you burn yourself out with. You know, that's something I hear a lot from clients is they're like, well, I don't meditate, but I can't meditate for 30 minutes or I can't meditate for an hour. It's like, okay, great. Well, let's start with five minutes and then build to 10 minutes and then build to 20 minutes. And there's a particular methodology that I like to use with that. So if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, I'd love it if you could join the workshop. Again, it's going to be on October 1st. Sign up to the link in the show page or by going to lu.ma backslash Blue Magic Alchemy. And I'm planning on doing more of these solo casts with uh, specific practices for you because that's the point of this podcast is to practice. And so I hope you enjoyed it. Love your feedback. Love your, if you leave a comment, um, if you found it useful or if you have any questions about meditation or breath work or psychedelic integration, anything that we talk about on this podcast. And until next time, my friends keep practicing because that's the vital point.